Hi, my name is Emma Criddle. This is Storytime with Emma, and today I'm reading I Funny, a middle school story by James Patterson and Chris Grabenstein. Today's chapters are chapter 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23. Chapter 19, My Lunch Date. The next, the next day at lunch, I make my way out to our usual table in the far corner of the cafeteria and discover that Pierce and Gaynor have invited someone, uh, uh, someone new to join our crew, the girl with the frizzy hair. Hey, Jamie, says Gaynor, you know Gilda, uh, Gilda Gold, right? From math class, she's a girl. Gilda and My Robotics Club. Gilda and My Robotics Club adds Pierce. She told me she likes she likes those jokes you crack all the time from the back of the class. So I invited her to join us for lunch so you could so she could officially meet you. I'm I'm nodding, staring and staying something and saying something like stammer, 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 or maybe it's humna, 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 which is what from the old time comedian Jackie Gleason used to jabber whenever he choked. Whatever I do, it makes whatever I do it makes Gilda giggle. She thinks I'm trying to be funny. I bet you say that to all girls," she said, and giving me a, uh, her bubbly uh, her bubbly laugh, which it gives me enough confidence to get to get out. Usually, I say something like, "Haven't I seen you someplace before?" And then they say, "Yeah, that's why I don't go there anymore." And Gilda laughs and then flings her and then flings me her own comeback joke. Yesterday, a total jerk actually asked me what my sign was. I told him no parking. Now it's my turn to laugh. And suddenly, it's like we have a... We have this whole history between us, even though no, we don't, just math class. And a love of jokes, I guess. I gain more Pierce to lie down to the end of the table and play flick football. I get from Gilda, Gilda Gold and I crack open, open our chocolate milk cartons and talk like crazy. She tells me how she moved to Long Beach before New England. I tell her, I tell her a little bit about Cornwall. She loves, she loves baseball, especially, especially the Boston Red Sox. Even though wearing bum, wearing a, a bow socks a hat is lethally dangerous this close to New York City, Long Beach is in diehard Yankees territory. I tell from I tell her how I how I used to love to play baseball as center field. Then I then I realized oh, what my no what. That I'm getting into, and I stop myself. Now, mostly, now I mostly play DVDs and old movies. I say I love old movies. Gilda and gushes, comedies, definitely. Blazing Saddles and Airplane, and anything with Will Ferrell. What about the Max? What about the Marx Brothers? I ask. I love those guys. I pick up my milk straw and start doing my best Groucho and per and. Groucho impersonation. Hello, ma. Hello, room service. Send up a larger room. And Gilda giggles. I keep going. Outside a dog. Outside a dog. A book is a man's best friend. Inside a dog, it's too hard. It's too dark to read.
and that's when Stevie Cosgrove shows up. His fist is some has some kind of brown goop on it, smearing on, smearing on it, smeared on it. I think he just punched someone's bean burrito. And why do no? Why are you wearing that hat? He says to Gilda. Um, because I like the socks. Because I like the socks. Cosgrove uh, cocks from uh, cocks his uh, back his arm. Remember, consider consider this a warning, sister. You better watch yourself. Okay, sure. And Gilda pulls out a makeup out her makeup mirror, stares in her reflection. I'm watching myself. And when uh, Cosgrove stomps away, it's Gilda's turn to uh, quote uh, some Groucho to me. He may look like you know, like an idiot and talk like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. Yep, she funny. Chapter twenty. Why pub no? Why public speaking should be called public execution. I wish I could say after uh, that after lunch with Gilda and the guys, my day uh, kept and get it just kept getting better and better. I guess if that from if this were a Hollywood movie, that's how things would go. Unfortunately, it's just my it's just my life. Right after lunch, it's the I have the ELA English from English language arts. One of those arts I hate to say is public. Speaking and from and it's my turn to give a speech. I choose the topic climbing mountain ever climbing Mount Everest. Why not? Fiction is one of the language is one of the language arts too. Today I say I'm in front of everybody. I say when I'm in front of everybody, I like to talk about climbing Mount the Mount Everest, the mountain. Which Tibetans call from they call Jomalungba, a name that means a holy mother, and that from and that's exactly what I said the whole time that I saw the summit looming in the distance. Holy mother, oh what have I no what have I gotten myself into this time? My teacher, Miss Kane, Mrs. Kane. Uh, the class and Mrs. Kane, uh, Kane, uh, Kane, our teacher, laughs. Atop of the world, as Everest, the highest mountain peak on, from, uh, peak on Earth, is sometimes called. However, I had been from, uh, I had been hoping that Donald Trump would just from, uh, would just uh, drop me off in my hel- in one of his helicopters. But it wasn't meant to be. The Donald from the the, uh, the Donald was busy making another couple of billions that day. Oh, why Everest? You know why Everest? You may ask because it, it's a the from because it's there. Is from because it's there. Is the most famous answer there from there. Is the most famous answer. There was nothing good on TV. It is another, and more la- more laughs. And so, with my with my trusted is a Sherpa guide and a sled and a select dog named Bob, I sent from I set out to I set out from a Kath a Kathmandu. We from 
We made our way to the base camp and spent from two weeks adjusting to the highest from to the higher altitude and lack of oxygen. Oh, we all sounded like we're from no, we'd been sucking helium out of birthday balloons. Finally, we set out from for a summit. Yes, it from it was hard. Yes, it was dangerous. Yes, we had to wear helmets and from to came to cave our horrible hat hair and from now that gave us horrible hat hair uh, but it was worth it because i knew that from that i knew that if i could from if i could ask in um, mount everest i would show the world that i could overcome any obstacle life put in my way i could from i could achieve any dream i i dreamed and so i pushed myself literally i mean used both the arms and pushed hard. The ever that Everest is steep. Suddenly, the unexpected storm erupted. Thunder booming, uh, thunder boom. Snow t- swirled all around me. My wheels became cake with um, caked with ice. My from my uh, spokes from became icicles, and my ship my ship. Sherpuk guide and Bob the sled dog both said they should turn ba- uh, we should turn back but I said no I could see the rem- now I could see the summit I could actually oh what I from no what are two from no what are two dozen pairs of uh, eyeballs staring at me from the my audience is uh, dying to near from uh, to hear how the story ends and then a real storm erupts a sweat, a sweat storm, and my armpits from look look like I've been popping uh, water balloons down there. I can from I can't remember how the speech is supposed to end. All of a sudden, I have a new dream to disappear right into the floor. Chapter twenty one. First aid for from for uh, choking victims. It didn't from totally embarrassed. I bolt out of school before the final bells even stops ringing. I don't hang out with Pearson Gaynor. I don't say goodbye to Gilda. I just roll down my front and I just roll my sweaty butt down the from down the boardwalk to Uncle Frankie's diner. They're from so how was your how was your day? He asked. Terrible. This morning we went up to my from when I put on my underwear. I could hear the fruit of the loom guy laughing at me. Jamie, yeah, that's a Rodney Dangerfield joke. You told it from you told it last week to Mrs. Nicole. You from now I'm not now I'm asking about your day, not Mr. Dangerfield's. And from if you from it was horrible. I choked. I choked. Did you try a Heimlich maneuver? It cracks Uncle Frankie. That it makes me smile. And that's pretty good. I say I may steal it. Be my guest. Anything I can do to help. I sign from I sign and get I sigh and get serious. And today at in the ELA, I had to I had to give a speech, and I was going and it was going pretty good right up to when it wasn't. I panicked, Uncle Frankie. My mind went totally and completely blank. I choked. Uncle Frankie gives me a knowing nod, like he's like he's been there, done that. 
You know, Jamie, I read this magazine article, and I read this this magazine article once. It said, the fear of public speaking is second only from, no, only to fear of death. Is a a second only to fear of death. In the dread and anxiety department. I I guess that's why comedians say, say they're dying when someone laughs at their joke. From no whoa, hold on, kiddo. Everybody laughs at from at your jokes. I've heard them. Only if from now, only if a, a good freeze is up from up first. Only if I don't freeze up first. I like it if there was like a little pressure on me or an audience of more than one or two people. I so so allow so allow me to pass along some advice. A customer, a guy who teaches public speaking at City College, told me once. He said everybody gets stage fright, and the key to beat the practice to beat it is to practice with three the three P's. You're saying I should not I should do more bathroom or bathroom humor, and Jamie, sorry. Practice, prepare, perform. I nod. Hang on a second. This is Uncle Frankie. He goes to the dr- he goes to the drawer where he keeps in junk, uh, like the halves of broken yo-yos and extra spools and yo-yo strings and spools of yo-yo string. The speech teacher he gave me a pamphlet for from uh, for a seminar uh, he leads. His hands are from that his he hands me the slim brochure. Uh, take this uh, take it home, Jamie. Great. Now even from that uh, even my favorite uncle is giving me homework. Only because I love you, kiddo. I smile when he says that. Yeah, I know. Chapter twenty two The Long Way Home. After visiting the diner and helping out behind the cash register during the uh, dinner rush, I I talk I take a long way the long way back to Smileyville. I'm not in that big of a hurry to head for home. Plus, the boardwalk is incredibly beautiful after the sun goes down. It's just me and the stars and the ocean crashing against the shore. Very peaceful. I love the beach and the boardwalk, almost as much as I loved my old life back in Cornwall. Almost. Yeah, I miss Cornwall like crazy. It's it's exactly no. What exactly do I miss so much? Everything and everybody. I miss the way things used to be. You know, the people who used to be in my life. The people who used to be my life. From sorry, that was that was all I can give you right now. The the beach, especially at night, is totally no bus kill zone. Chapter twenty three. A bad dream come true. Speaking of totally incredible buzzkill, but who come from? Who should come bopping under bop up the boardwalk? But Steve, who should come bopping up the boardwalk? But Stevie Cosgrove and his a couple and a couple of his creepy friend guy guys he probably met while doing hard time at detention in the detention hall. Well, if it isn't the the crip. From Cornball, as Stevie, Stevie sneers as he has he and his two pals block my way forward. 
When I try to back up, one of the one of the knuckle dragging thugs grabs my and grabs a hold of the of a railing. It swings around and ends up behind me. I'm totally surrounded. It's a, like a from, it's a, like a, a bully a donut, and I'm from and I'm the squished and I'm the squishy jelly in the middle. Where are you going, funny boy? Stevie asks. Home. I mum. I mumble. You mean cornball? Oh, then I from then I think you're from then I think you're heading the wrong direction. He grabs me from he grabs my arm rests and spins me around, and then he tilts me from he tilts me backwards until I'm from until I'm staring straight up at the sky. You know, Forrest Gimp, you can from you should do like like sailors and do when from do when they're lost. Follow the stars. And can you see the stars, Jamie? I don't know why exactly, but I. I don't know why exactly, but I crack wise in reply. You mean those tiny twinkly things up in the sky? I always wondered what those were called. And then I from and then I follow up with an insult joke. And Stevie, you ate paint chips in your crib, and I'm from nah. Am I right? Are you from? Are you mouthing off to me? And no, I was just from. I was just. And he doesn't wait for the next snappy comeback. He dump. He dumps me. He lets go of my handles and and lets me fall backward and hit the deck. And from my hard, so hard I actually see a few more stars. Grabbing his chim, grab his chair zits as Stevie says to one of his uh, hood alum friends. I got it, yo. From yo, he calls to the other goon. Give me, give me a hand, useless. It's time to toss out the trash. Stevie grabs him my arms as zits and useless grab my legs, and they start swinging me back and forth like a hammock somebody hung in a hurricane a one two i close my eyes this is really bad even for stevie this is from over the top three they heave me up from they heave me up and over the railing i sail about 10 yards and hit the sand with a hard thud now let's get out of here i hear stevie holler then his him and his two buddies all of them uh, laughing hysterically take off down the boardwalk pushing my wheelchair like they're from uh, like they're in is some kind of shopping cart race my from my uh, nightmare of night my nightmare of all nightmares have come true has come true i'm officially stranded in the sand but there's no way i am yelling for help how embarrassing would that be um excuse me i seem to have lost my wheelchair would you mind dragging me off this beach before my an army of sand crabs invade my undershorts in no way am i from am i doing that besides the boardwalk is empty there's no one for me to scream to and so i just lie there is sprawled out on the sand nothing from nothing i can do about it the night air is cold. In fact, it's so cold out here. I can't from I can't even think of it in the oven. It's so cold joke. My brain is frozen and I think I might have bro broken a bone in my butt. But that's if it's possible. It's from to be perfectly honest with you, I'm scared. The end and I hope you have a nice day. See you tomorrow and I can't wait to find out what happens next.